Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. Each week, I share my recovery story of losing both of my parents to help others normalize their thoughts on grief. Hello, and welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. My name is Elise Parkinson, and I will be your host. Today, I will be talking about support systems when it comes to grief. For me, support systems um, felt pretty non-existent at first, and I think a part of it was because I didn't want to be supported by people that were not my family. But at the end of the day, um, I needed to really realize that support is actually all around me. So if you are feeling kind of alone or if you are feeling kind of lost or like no one really gets it or no one's there for you, I will kind of cover a few things that I learned along the way. One main thing that I really like to cover and something that I've found is pretty universal amongst people that have lost people is this idea of building your own family or this idea of kind of building your own system of people. So this might not necessarily mean that you have one person that supports you and gives you all the needs that your mom or dad did. It might mean having five different people that support you in five different ways, but all are very essential to you. So Um, I think that that's kind of something that I had always looked for is like a dad or a mom or like someone to be my new mom or someone to be my new dad. But it's kind of an unrealistic goal. Um, You might find that person and that's super awesome. But I think it's kind of an unrealistic expectation to expect one person to kind of fill all those shoes. But the cool thing is, is that you can find multiple people. So um, first, I think start with the people closest to you, and that would be your friends, kind of tell them like, hey, you know, I kind of need a friend right now. Can you be there for me? And they'll either be like, yeah or no, or, you know, just tell them how to be your friend. I did a different episode on this where I did cover how to talk about grief. Definitely listen to that one if you haven't, because that episode actually goes over how to talk to grief, how to talk about grief with people so that they don't hurt you. So this is setting boundaries. This is saying, I don't really need your advice. I literally just need a hug, things like that. So um, there are a lot of different ways that you can find support. For me, my friends are pretty awesome. Um, I mentioned, you know, the part about how to talk about grief because a couple of my friends did really hurt my feelings and it wasn't intentional. It's just like a lot of people don't know how to talk to someone that's grieving. So No worries there. Um, Once you kind of tell people what you need, what you don't need, what you like and don't like, they should be pretty respectful of that. So it's not always a perfect, you know, support right away. You know, it might not be exactly what you need in that moment. Um, Another person for me is my brother. So if you do have siblings, I mean, shoot, like your siblings have literally gone through what you've been through. Like they also lost their mom or their dad or both. You know, they they totally get it. Um, they might not want to talk about it. Like, my brother sometimes doesn't want to talk about it. But at the end of the day, I know that if I need him, he is there for me. And he really was there for me. When my mom died, he literally took care of me and provided a home for me um, when I moved out of the that family's house that I'm always talking about. My brother and I lived together, and it was super fun. Um, and I think that other things that I didn't quite see in front of me were my school network. I was in college at the time and they have therapists, they have support groups, they have counselors, they have guidance counselors, they have people that help you pick your classes, like literally financial advisors. Like I'm not just talking about someone to like hold your hand and like be there when you cry. I'm talking about 
people that literally help you make decisions. Like these people are totally there for you. And and it didn't just stop there. You know, like when I got to work, I realized that HR even had opportunities for, you know, healthcare and options for sick days, things like that. You know, um, my boss was very, very accommodating and was like, if you need to go to therapy, totally fine. You know, um, maybe for some people that's more of an imagination, (laughs) you know, a lot of bosses aren't as cool, but my boss was very supportive, you know, um, and you also have your work friends, like you literally spend probably 40 hours a week with them. They love you. They have to love you. You spend that much time together. They better love you. But, um, other places, you know, when you're feeling more shy, you can hop onto Reddit, which it's just reddit.com, R-E-D-D-I-T.com. It's pretty awesome. It's great if you like random things. Um, it can get a little offensive. It can get a little political, but if you kind of steer clear of that, it'll be good. There is a Reddit thread that I really like. It's called Mom for a Moment. And there's also one called Dad for a Moment, which I may have mentioned on my podcast before. But basically, say you're just like really wanting some mom advice and you can go on there and you can comment, you know, hey, mom, I miss you so much. I wish you could see my growth in school, like just something like that. Hundreds of moms will comment and they'll say, I'm so proud of you, sweetie. You're doing a great job. I love everything that you do. I can't wait to celebrate with you, which feels kind of weird coming from someone that's not your mom, but like sometimes you just really want that mom love, you know, or that dad love. And there is one, you know, called dad for a moment and it's amazing. Like I just love it so much. I think it's great. Um, Another thing that I think is really important to don't forget if you are religious, you know, churches, they do provide support for mental health. Um, I believe that most churches do offer grief counseling or grief support groups, or at least if it's not your church, maybe a church nearby. Um, One thing that I love, which I talk about all the time, is CODA, which um, it's Codependence Anonymous, which I guess it's not anonymous if I tell you I'm a part of it, but I am. (laughs) So CODA is a basically for people pleasers, which I totally am. I cannot tell you how often I put other people before myself getting so much better at it, getting better at recognizing how to not do that. But it even became an issue with grief because I started to kind of deny myself my own feelings and would kind of put other people's comfortability before mine and would kind of not talk about things because I was scared how it might make them feel or that it would just be awkward in general. Whereas um, that's just me trying to control the situation and trying to put a band-aid on something that doesn't need a band-aid on it because it's okay for me to have feelings, which was like something that I didn't really know. I know it sounds weird to some people, but yeah, that's a real thing. So CODA, um, there's CODA, there's Emotions Anonymous, which is kind of the same thing. Um, of course, if you're struggling with substance abuse, there's Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous and a bunch of other anonymouses that you can go to. Um, definitely just Google that in your area. It's kind of weird at first, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's weird when you go into a room full of people that, and you're like, hi, I'm Elise, I'm codependent, you know, and it's like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, really, no one wants to be there until you finally feel like you belong there. 
And it's amazing when you connect with people that are going through the same thing as you. It's like earth shattering. It's amazing. Like sometimes you probably listen to my podcast. I've heard this a couple times that it's like, I couldn't believe you said that. Like imagine having a room of people that all you can't believe they said that. Like all of them. And everything that they say is like gold to your ears and you get to see them every week. Like what? What a gift. Um, another thing that I found a lot of support in was having hobbies. So, um, video games and board games are some of my favorite hobbies that I love so much. And it connects me with my friends because obviously we'll use Discord or we'll meet in person to play board games. Um, I also really like going for walks. So me and my friend Brenda, like we go for walks a lot, which is fun. It kind of gets us together. It gives us something to do together if we're not going to Target and spending all of our money. Um, I just think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of support out there. There's mentors that you can follow on Instagram or Facebook, or you can even pay for a mentor or just be like, hey, you dude at work, I love you. You're going to be my mentor. And they're going to be like, okay, I love you too. You know, um, I see that a lot in professional settings. Um, also my friend Riley, healing goddess within on Instagram. She's a self-love coach. She's amazing. Like just having positive people in your life, people that are on the same same wavelength as you, people that resonate on the same level as you and just get it in different ways can also be a different form of support. There is also, um, there are also free websites online where you can talk to not a real therapist, but someone that just really wants to listen. So you can find one of those websites, which I believe one of them is called Seven Cups, which even if you wanted to, you can log on to it right now and you can start talking to another person and you can either choose to be the listener or to be the helper. So um, if you are talking to someone, they might not be a professional, but they might just be someone that kind of wants to listen to someone and help them. So you, it might not be perfect. You know, you might talk to a weirdo. I don't know. can't promise that. But um, if you are looking for someone to talk to, you might find someone cool. You can always just click next if you don't want to talk to them anymore. Kind of like chat roulette, but for therapy. Um, just remember that support is not always in the form of like therapy or emotional or mental support. Support can be so many other things. It can be someone helping you make decisions or choices or motivating you or holding you accountable or maybe pointing out when you're not doing so well. It can be so many different levels of care. And just remember that even though you don't have your mom or your dad, there is still so much abundance out there and there's so much love and support around you um, when you choose to see it, you know, because there is there is a good period of grief where you're like, I don't see anything for me. There's nothing here for me. I hate everything. And that's totally fine. Like that's just where you are today, but no, that's not where you're going to be forever. Eventually you will see the light in other areas and you will find support in other ways. You just have to keep searching and um, try not to be discouraged if you do reach out and it doesn't go well, because not everybody knows how to talk about grief. Even sometimes I don't, like even sometimes people tell me stuff And I still find myself saying some inappropriate things sometimes. I'm like, you know what? And I'll apologize because I'm like, I'm sorry if that was weird. Um, But you might not always find that in someone. So, you know, it's it's a hard topic to talk about. So don't give up. Just try to find what works for you. You can always read, you know, mental health books. You can go on YouTube and find mental health counselors, mental health guidance, things like that. 
there are tons of resources out there for you, so please find them. And next week's episode will be about loneliness, which I'm pretty much just going to talk about um, what's normal, or at least what has been my norm in my life for loneliness, because it's real. Loneliness is real. Even in a room full of people, it's real. Um, so I will see you guys next week and I hope that you guys found this episode to be useful or at least not for you, maybe for a friend. You can kind of suggest some things to them if they're open to it. Ask them first if they'd like suggestions and then go from there. But I will see you guys next week and let me know in the comments of my Instagram, which is the No Parents Podcast or Facebook, the No Parents Podcast page. Let me know what your favorite grief support groups are or your grief systems are that you have. And also let me know how you feel about this microphone that I'm using because if you guys don't like it, I'll get a new one. Next week's episode is going to wrap up season one. I will be putting out season two in October. So definitely stick around and listen in October. But for now, my Instagram will just be composed of me posting like I normally do, probably about three times per week instead of seven times per week. And um, I'll keep, you know, posting motivational things and just trying to keep you guys engaged and keep you guys updated on what's going on in my life and also, you know, stay messaging. I, I love messaging you guys. So whenever you guys send me a message, it just makes my heart smile. So definitely feel open to sending me a message literally whenever I will respond. I love you guys. Um, next episode will be about loneliness, which is kind of a sad topic to end the season on, but I promise it's going to have a happy ending to it and it'll keep you guys with something to work on for October. I love you guys so much, and I will see you guys next week for episode 17. Oh my god, that sounds so crazy to say. I just want to tell you guys, I remember when this podcast was just an idea, and I never thought that it would be on Spotify or Apple or Google, but here it is, and I just plan on making more and more and more. I love you guys.